After further review, as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. <laughs> he is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Fula. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, the U is on tonight. 7.30 on ABC. They're playing Louisville. The other U, uh, well, the U of L, actually. Now, you know why I'm playing this instrumental? Mm. Because on the live feed, I got to represent the school that I coach at and work for. As you can tell, my face mask, I got a cool, nifty St. Ursula uh, yeah, I can actually mask. see it right now. And it's the U. That's their that's their <laughs> logo. So you know, yeah, it doesn't look. It's not like the the Miami Hurricanes logo. <laughs> well, it's not, but yeah, it's still, but still uh, the, the, the we, U. You get our point. Yes, exactly. So that's why I had to had to give them. You know, put them U's up for Saint Ursula. <laughs> but I had yeah, I had to do that for you. But I'm glad you guys are watching. I think we have like seven or eight viewers, I believe. Yeah. You listen to 88.3 WCTs after further review. David, you like that uh, instrumental? Honestly, I can't hear it through the audio feed. No, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, you only hear stuff in the actual studio, but I had to play that for you guys. But representing high school football, we'll get into the, the Michigan local stuff. Uh, by the way, uh, we'll probably talk about this a little bit later. It kind of stinks with this COVID-19. It affected four teams? Or sixteen, four teams actually in the track conference where Finley, one player, got COVID-19, which canceled their game between Central Catholic this week. That's two teams, Finley and Central Catholic. And then St. John's, who played them last week, had to be quarantined. So it canceled St. John's and Lima Senior. So four teams got uh. evicted by this because one player, one, just one football player, Tested positive for COVID-19. I mean, it's just that rippling effect. And actually, St. John's had to quarantine their defense. The offense could still play and and basically practice. They could practice and still go to school. But anyone on defense that played more than, I think, two snaps, I believe, had to stay at home and be quarantined. Supposedly, they're going to next week try to play their game after the 14-day quarantine, I guess, uh, try to play their game on Sunday against Fremont Ross. Oof. Yeah. Go ahead with the uh, Michigan, though. All right. So I'll give you some scores. First, we'll start with teams that we've been covering on Friday Night Victors. And I'll also give a few from around the state as well. Okay. Let's start off in the Huron League. And, uh, and the defending... State champion SMCC Falcons start off not on the right foot. They get they get popped by Riverview 35-7. Although Riverview was kind of the favorite in the Huron League. SMCC is pretty young, but they fun SMCC fumbled the ball three times in the game, lost all three fumbles, so they need to know ball security is job security. So be ready. 
They got to bounce back, be ready to go. So they're going to cut the kid? No, no, no. Because no. in the NFL, ball security is the job security. Ask Tiki Barber about that. But, yeah, in high school, that's just a learning experience. Well, I mean, it's like you got to hang out the, the foot. They won't, they, no, they won't cut him. He right. might, he'll probably be on the bench, though. But, yeah, right, true. But, I mean, you got to be... You gotta be, gotta play better. Ball security is starting job security. All right, we'll go with that. Right. Another score. This one, this game, I didn't, I thought would be a lot closer. New Boston here on beats Airport, thirty-four to fourteen. Heen, shout out to uh, quarterback Austin Myers through three touchdown passes to wide receiver Isaac Smith, son of head coach Chad Smith. Mm-hmm. And the younger Smith also took a kickoff back to the hizzy as well. So the, the, right, you're you're worth the hizzy. So it looks like he'll be getting a player of the week nomination done by yours truly. Right, my mom said, "Hey, yeah." <laughs> Other here on league scores: Grosseal wins over Jefferson, thirty-five fourteen on the island. What's the island? Where Grosseal is? They're on an island. Are you serious? I am like, being serious. What kind of body of water? In the Detroit River. You mean to tell me that it's on the? As I was about to say, it's on the Detroit River on an island. Yes. How big is the island? Well, it's a decent size. I don't know. I don't know like how many big in terms of like square miles or anything like. Is that. Is there a bridge that connects? Yes. To, there's two bridges. Really? Yes. So they go to the island. Who would? Man, that's weird. I've never seen the island on the map. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's like right in the Detroit River, uh, just. Uh, just like north of Lake Erie, mm-hmm. so I mean you got to you got to look in there. And it's also before it's what it's before you would see the um, the Ambassador Bridge, Bridge to Canada. Okay, and this island is pretty decently sized, and there's a school there. Obviously. Yes, is there any neighborhoods? Or? Oh yeah, there are. I've I've took I took a drive there once just to see what it was like, and I also heard there's a good restaurant there too. Yeah, you win those uh, greasy spoons. Yeah. Um, there are a few islands on on, on the Maumee River, but they're not habitable yeah and uh, well of course the only habitable islands uh, that i know of in ohio are uh putin bay and catalba island and gilligan's i thought that was a tv show yeah, it was i know i kid i kid i just wanted to see if you would get the joke keep going okay another score of the Huron league this one was kind of a stanky leg alert Milan 59, Flat Rock 14, Milan quarterback Cole McElvaney accounts for eight total touchdowns. Yeah, I've, I've been seeing video game types of uh, uh, stats from certain players, like guys getting five to six touchdowns a game. That's that's crazy. Yeah, so that might be another Player of the Week nomination from us. Mm-hmm. Some other scores. Let's go to the Southeastern Conference Red Division. Right. This one was a thriller. Monroe 26, Pinckney 20 in overtime. Monroe's defense with six takeaways. So, wow. Survivor road trip to Pinckney. They got it, but they got a tough one next week going all the way up to uh, where Tony Dungy went to high school up in Jackson. Mm-hmm. So, this is Monroe Jefferson? No, no, no. Monroe, Monroe, Monroe. There's a Monroe, Monroe, and then there's a Monroe Jefferson, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I said that Je- Monroe Jefferson uh, lost a, was the team that lost to Grosseal. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry for that. And then other SEC red score, or this one, uh, I thought would be a lot more lopsided. Bedford forty-two, Melvindale Academy of Business and Tech, Zippo. <laughs> Melvindale, which is the zip code, is four eight one twenty two. Yeah. Uh, I thought well, business I, and academy tech. Okay, well, well, you know well, when you hear a team like that, they ain't coming to play no football. Well, here to be fair, I thought I thought that this was actually like against Melvindale High, mm-hmm. who was 
not good in their own right. Right. right and then, uh, and then when I when uh, Chris told me, he's like, uh, no, that's not happening. So I get a hold of John Phillips. I was like, okay, which Mel? Do, I'm hearing Melvindale's playing somebody else's. We're playing Melvindale ABT. I'm like, oh, sorry that, for the confusion. That sounds like to me that's a uh, one of those games where did they get paid to come down there to get that butt whooping? Like that sounds like a gimme. Yeah, uh, well, I know that. Melvin, I know you get, but you remember, you guys go by computer point, or everyone gets in, right? Everyone yeah, gets, for this okay, year. Okay. Yes, I was about to say because that. That yeah, doesn't well, sound like a very good well, John, game. Well, John told me that they, they just wanted to play, and I, you mm-hmm. know what? I can't blame him. So. Right, you wanted to play to get that ass whooping. That's yeah, what they well, were playing for. So they, <laughs> they, well, but his team put the ass whooping Right, down. exactly. But, I mean, I, it, you know, it's a shortened season. And I know everybody gets into the playoffs, but you want to get off to a good running start. I think some teams, not to cut you off, but like St. Francis beat Clay like 42-0. to zero. And the first couple of weeks, they had St. John's and Central – Whitmer's kind of down this year, but they played three good games, especially without any scrimmages or nothing like that. And then against Clay, you can tell now it's starting to click. So this year, I think Michigan and Ohio, you got to be careful who you're scheduling first because remember, you, you want, I want it to be good going in the playoffs, but you don't want to be playing, you know, the business and technology school of hair and, and getting there and giving those ass whoopings. Yeah. Keep going. But, uh, uh, and let's see. We'll go to the Downriver League for a score. Gibraltar. That's really the name of the league? The Downriver League? Yes. Oh, the DRL. The Gibraltar Carlson Marauders, 45. Taylor, 6. New era for Gibraltar Carlson. Dan Kalbfleisch takes over as head coach. He's also the athletic director. He had previously had a stop at New Boston Huron. Mm-hmm. And had a, some good years there. So starts his era off on the right foot. Let's go to... Tri County Conference, which is where I was in last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game that uh, the game of the week on our blog was Erie Mason at Summerfield. Skaggs, I, isn't that Skaggs over there? That's his territory. Erie Mason. Yes, that's okay. where that's where uh, Rabbit played his high school basketball at. He's a, Jacob Skaggs, right? Yes, okay. we're talking about the Rabbit. And right. His brother Isaac is the uh, JV basketball coach. Also works at the same law firm as Phil Goldsmith. Phil Goldsmith is Kenny Goldsmith's dad. Dad, okay, the Kenny G. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and by the way, Rabbit is at Level Up Training. To yes, give a he shout is. Out there. All right, keep going. So Erie Mason ends up winning the game, fifty-four twenty-one. They were down fourteen nothing, and then I think it got to be twenty-one-eight, and that's when uh, Noah Boudry woke up and uh, lit up the scoreboard. They went at fifty-four twenty-one, mm-hmm. hun. So. Let's see, other Tri-County Conference scores. Game I was at, Morency, 56, Britton Deerfield, 12. Mm. This was the real shocker, though. Oh, no, my shocked face. Yeah. So, Whiteford and Adrian Madison play each other. Mm. Adrian Madison had not beaten Whiteford since 1980. How is that possible? Was there a gap in playing them? How do you get 39 straight beating? Well, then again, St. Francis lost to Central Catholic 17 straight years. Um, and I believe in 18 meetings or 19 times because two of them were playoffs. But how is that possible? 40 years? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you're either just uh, that dominant of a program. Or the other team is just straight boo-boo. Well, I'm looking. Well, I'm going. I'm actually looking up what that's because in the in the since uh, the time uh, where Madison last beat Whiteford, 
They only managed a winning record in 1985, 1998, 2003, 2009, which is their last playoff appearance. And then since that year, they went 1-8, 1-8, 3-6, 4-5, 2-7, 4-5, 4-5, 0-9, 2-7, 4-5. And, of course, when they were moving everything to the spring, their head coach, Taz Wallace, says, you know what, I'm going to retire and then when they move back to fall, he pulls a Brett Favre and unretires. And his players give him a win over Whiteford first time in 40 years. So it was like basically get one for the Gipper, basically. If you want to put it like that, yeah. So 40 years I mean, it's, of hell and pain. You know how many classes that is? <laughs> no, nobody beat White. And you don't want to be that senior class that loses. Like, yeah. Yeah, because I was thinking like... Okay, and Whiteford's normally good, right? They've made state playoff runs, right? Yeah, they have. But I mean, Jason, Jason Mensing told me that they were really young this year. Excuses. You said they're over there raising a daycare. Oh, well, I looked at the roster and a lot... There's a good portion that's sophomores and freshmen. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So they so basically a new streak will start. You know, another 40-year streak, right? <laughs> eh, won't go that Ooh, far yet. But I mean, that, but, I mean this is probably... I mean, I had... Read that this was probably the best team that Madison was going to have in years. They returned their starting QB and a lot of other guys on their offense. So, well, I mean, give give them a tip of their give them a tip of your cap for um, getting the win. And of course, they have they got a tough one next week playing Erie Mason. Well, okay. So that's uh, not, that's going to be a whole different animal, right? Having to face off against uh, young Noah Boudry. Okay, headed to Mountain Union. Uh huh. Some other scores to tell you about in the Lenaway County Athletics Association. And Clinton returns to play my alma mater, Ida. Mm-hmm. This one was not as close as the final score indicated. 49-28. It got pretty ugly in the first half, and then Ida started to started to mount a bit of a comeback in the second half. I believe uh, it was live. I think Jared Jansen had, it all, had a live stream of it. Yes, he, he did. And... Uh, I will. I will say that dur- that I got a message from uh, Ida. Parent says uh, we'd like you to do play by play for a game or two, and I said, "Well, I'll I'll put that in the hopper." Mm-hmm. But but right now, you you've been moved up to varsity refereeing. Yeah, so well, that depends. That whistle. That depends if I get another varsity game or not. I know next week I definitely won't be able to. Right, because you'd be at Jared's wedding, but I'm yeah. sure Ida'll still be getting that butt whooping though. Well. I will say that they have to play. They have to play Hudson next week, and I'll more on that in a little bit. Okay. So, and then also, oh, you got six minutes. By okay. the way, Blissfield forty-eight, Dundee six. That's your other LCAA score from Friday Night Victors, and then a few other teams we cover: Riverview Gabriel Richard sixty-one, Gross Point Woods University Liggett twenty-seven. Gross Point Woods University what? Liggett. Liggett. Yes. Like legit or Liggett? Liggett. L-I-G-G-E-T-T. What is that? I don't know who gives them their name. And it was what's the score? 61-27. Yeah, the, whatever Gross Point. Remember Gabriel Richard's got a pretty good program. Right, exactly. But the, whatever that Gross Point, Liggett, or whatever, a name like that, don't even have a program. That's not even, you know, these business of tech, of hair and salon and all that stuff, you're, you're not trying to play no football. Just don't be having a team just to be having a team. Continue. And let's see. Another one we cover, team we have on the blog this year, 
Ann Arbor Gabriel Richard loses to Flint Beecher 27-19. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mason, not Erie Mason, what? Mason from the uh, Lansing area. Mm-hmm. 34-26 winner over Hazlitt. Hazlitt looking for a bounce back here. They went 2-7 and seven last year. They've been a powerhouse program in years past. Right. Olivet, a 47-13 winner over Leslie. Mm-hmm. And uh, where Chris Schultz is the athletic director at, Dearborn Advanced Tech, 30, Lutheran Northwest, a big fat donut. A lot of lopsided scores. Well, you know, I think some of that might have been expected, given the layoff and stuff. Few, I'll, I'll go over a few others. Here's from uh, kind of my area. Mm-hmm. Adrian, who has been kind of rough go, they don't start off well. They lose to Ipsy Lincoln, forty-two to nineteen. <laughs> Ipsy Lincoln actually has a good uh, football team. Uh, I mean, I know they so lost. Much. They're a basketball school. Well, they lost Imani, so I don't know how much of a basketball school they're gonna be. Yeah, but, they still got some guys. But they really rail splitted uh, Adrian there, though, with yeah. that with that score. Keep going. All right. Close one at Battle Creek. Battle Creek Penfield twenty-six. Battle Creek Harper Creek twenty. Yeah, that ended up being a good one. Uh, let's see what else. Also, LCA score. Brooklyn Columbia Central knocks mm-hmm. off a returning Final Four team in Onstead, 21-7. Mm-hmm. Quarterback Ethan Emerson accounts for all three touchdowns. And that one. Downriver League score. Wyandotte Roosevelt, 17. Woodhaven, 7. Mm-hmm. Uh, and looks like... Wyandotte might be pretty good this year. Right. Here, let's see. Who else do we got? Uh, how about uh, the Casopolis Rangers, where my good friend Stephen Green made his debut as the head coach. They beat Hartford 41-14. Mm-hmm. Good win for those guys. Mm-hmm. Chelsea, who's been head of state power in football. Oh, they beat Dexter 35-12. to mm-hmm. Hell, than that one. On Detroit Catholic Central twenty one, on Harper Woods twelve. Yeah, and usually Detroit Catholic Central is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. All right, wrap it up, Frank. All right, and another Lenawee County Athletics Association score that I'll give you guys: Hillsdale beat Hudson twenty eight twenty one. Although that one, that's that was kind of a pretty wacky uh, final few minutes. Hillsdale. Hudson's lead in 19-14. Hillsdale picks off a pass. They go up by two to get the ball back. Heck, after penalty, and then then there's a safety that happens, tie game. Hillsdale ends up scoring with 30 seconds left. Hudson gets close, but the ball gets picked off at the end. So Ida has to go play Hudson next, and I've said I've said time and time again that Hudson's Thompson Field has been a house of horrors for Ida because there's been plenty of Ida teams that have probably should have gone there and won, but some weird crap happens. And that's H O R R O R, not the house of horrors like a brothel. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they've only and I, like I said, I, and Ida's only won there at Thompson Field once since 2000. Mm, so, Twenty years. I mean, it's almost. But it's better than getting beat forty years straight. Yeah. But the weird, but the thing is, if I'm if I'm looking at this game, you've got I just struggled there in the past. But Hudson's coming off a game where they got their guts ripped out. They probably <laughs> felt like they could have won the, they could have beaten Hillsdale. Mm-hmm. 
Hell, so now you got to look at the fact that we got to get back up for another game. Hey, against a team that we've typically owned mm-hmm. at our place. <laughs> you said owned. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, but of course, I just coming off uh, taking a beating against Clinton as well. So mm-hmm. that's that's going to be somewhat interesting. I'm really not sure what way I'm going to go yet. I know Dundee will play Onstead mm-hmm. at home, and Onstead apparently has. I know. Hell, when uh, Gary Hoff did our Division Six rankings, he ranked Onstead pretty high. But when I read the preview on them in the in the Lenway County newspaper, mm-hmm. they lost a ton of talent. They lost right. their t- their top two rushers, mm-hmm. lost a lot of their good linemen. They do return their starting quarterback. Back then, they also return a couple guys in their defense. They also return their kicker as well. Mm-hmm. But that's so. It looks like they've got a they got some work to do out there. Here in uh, Wildcat Country, mm-hmm. hey. Okay. So well. that's pretty much going to be my uh, high school football recap for yeah. Week One, and uh, one, and actually one more final score in the Interstate Eight between Marshall and Jackson Lumen Christie. Marshall goes up nineteen to nothing, and then Lumen Christie says, "Hold our communion wine and watch this." They won it 28-27. Hold the communion wine. I would say, I would legal, say hold legal, my beer, but... Uh, but those that legally drink, though, you, you know, that's kind of the communion... If the communion wine is really real wine, it might be communion grapefruit juice, sparkling <laughs> sparkling water. We'll just, we'll just say that because Lumen Christie's a Catholic school. Uh-huh. Yeah, and you know, or you could have said hold the communion wafer, you know, and then uh-huh. they'll eat it. Yeah, it's more fun saying hold my beer. <laughs> well, they can't drink. Anyway, I know. good job, Frank. Uh, coming up next, we got David, the man of God, Harris. David, you got a little preview? Yeah, week one was wild and crazy. And again, I'm sorry for anyone that watched what happened in Detroit, but. Well, I wasn't. It was great. <laughs> I'm just glad I didn't watch it because I was working. Good, yeah. Over there in the litter box, the Bears came away with a victory. Yes. All right, we listen to 88.3 WHTs. After further review, we'll return the NFC divisional, well, divisional slash conference breakdown from David the Man of God Harris. We'll be back after this. Make sure you always listen to us on the podcast, either on SoundCloud or iTunes. Make sure you subscribe to both. And you will, every time we upload it, you'll be the first one to get it. And then make sure you rank it. Dude, it would be good to say it, see if we're doing good or not. Five stars on iTunes and leave a comment if you want. If you want to join the discussion here on 88.3 WCTs after further review, Sports Talk. We'll be back with David, the man of God, Harris, NFL NFC preview.